0: Hello, Alex. it's Alex here from Fitter Body Ladies, and I sound very croaky today. I've got a little bit of a cold. It's December the 11th. We are a couple of weeks off the end of 2023. Can we all believe it? This started just uh, just un- just under a year ago, and we are now coming towards the end of the year. So today I'm joined by somebody I've worked with personally, <laughs> <Close> <laughs> Sean, who is here to talk to us. He's going to talk a little bit about his experience in the fitness industry his own personal experiences of mental health and how he sees mental health playing a key role in people achieving their goals um, when it comes to fitness, weight loss, and really life in general. Um, so, Sean, introduce yourself to us and tell everybody how you know me.
1: Okay. Um, so, Alex, we worked together for, we did. what, Best Part of You? Yeah, Best Part of you. Yeah, maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could say we spent probably more time chatting than we did working doing too out. much fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, well at- sporadic, sporadic man, yes. about Sporadic, um, yes. My experience in fitness. So I started back in 2008, 2009 when I joined the army, and my love for fitness, you know, from childhood all the way through to then going into the army, sort of fit perfectly for what I was doing in the job. Okay. Um, Whilst in the army, I then became a physical training instructor, which is effectively keeping all of the soldiers fit and healthy. So
0: basically, your boot camp, proper boot yeah, camp yeah. instructor, yeah, shouting, camp. like, yeah, shouting. you know,
1: um, the give dif- me 100
0: burpees.
1: <laughs> Literally 100 burpees. Brilliant, love uh, that. The difference in that environment is I was required to be a certain level of fitness as well. Okay. So I need to be leading from the front Um yeah. you need rather than just to do. You need 150 to- burpees. Yeah, so Not- I need to be able to do it. Now... The one thing about that is you could mask that a lot. So if you're out on a run, for instance, I'd probably throw a couple of extra exercises in for them if there were some people quicker than me. Okay. Because um, I didn't want them to think <laughs> yeah, they were quicker yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, they probably still figured it out. Yeah. And uh, how
0: often do you try it? Like, like, so, like, if you're, like, at, not on, in a war zone, yeah. how often are you kind of training? Uh,
1: every single day. Sometimes once or twice. It, it depends on what you're really okay. up to, to be honest. Um, now, mixing that... Both
0: male and female. Men uh, and women.
1: for us it was mainly men at the time okay um i was an infantry regiment so at the time only men could join the infantry okay. it's different now women can join the infantry can I? um i'd say that the percentage is still a massive split yeah um but it's going in sort of that direction now where actually you can have a mixture of men and women in the infantry okay. um so that was where sort of the pt side of life started for me yeah um, and then and how 2000- old were you at that point 20 21 oh baby i know yeah, yeah. I was so
0: God, s- I was having children at that point. Right. Yeah, in 2008. <laughs> Why
1: Um And so, yeah, actually, you know what? It was really enjoyable. Social life was really good. Fitness and everything that we were doing was generally a pretty good yeah. lifestyle. Um, things started to change. I took a bit of a serious injury uh, playing sport, actually. So I managed to go away with, with the army and go on tour and, and fight in war zones and, and not, not get <laughs> injured. And then yeah. i come back and get injured on the sports field. Brilliant. Um, and that was kind of the end of my military career.
0: And how long had you been in? Seven years. Oh God! Yeah, so from sixteen,
1: from no, from Seventeen, 17 eighteen, Still yeah. Young. Um, so I'd planned to stay in for twenty-four years. So my entire plan changed. Okay. Um, so once I decided that I was leaving the army, I then said, "Right, I'll go into something that I think I can do fairly well," and that was physical training. Yeah. Um, so I approached different gyms around this local area, um, a year in advance. Now, what I hadn't realized is in the military, they give you a year in advance to do as many courses as you can before you get out. So so you're qualified and and ready to go to what we call Civvy Street. Okay. And what I didn't realize when you go into Civvy Street is it's very different. So I hadn't been in Civvy Street as an adult. I'd only been as a child. So I'd not lived actually, you know, I'd not paid bills. I'd I'd not done anything. So when I walked into this one gym and said, I really want a job, gave them a few credentials, spoke to the manager said, great, when you can start? I was like, 12 months time. And they were baffled. They were like, up. why are you here? <laughs> why are you here 12 months in advance? Because oh, you so ex- know how yeah. to. Explain. So I explained Manic. to them. And sort of every, I'd say quarterly, I went back to remind them that I was still yeah, there okay. and still keen. Uh, and then when I left the army, I actually walked straight into the job. So Perfect. it was, still went through the interview process, but it was, it was more of a tick box. Yeah it, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, it was a nice transition. I really got on with the team there. So and, when you first started, yeah. wherever you
0: went to, did yeah. you, were, were you in your head thinking, I'm going to be training these people? like I've been training. Yeah. And they... they yeah. And it's a big shock yeah, to the system.
1: Yeah. You can't... You can't train, Swear at people can't like... You not Jane yeah, is 50. You, can. you can't. <laughs> and it, you know what? It worked for a period of time because... At that time, there was four or five of us that had all left the military, different branches. Yeah. Um, But we all came with a similar kind of mindset. Okay. And it really helped pick up the team of PTs that was already there. Yeah. We had, you know, for a corporate gym, we had like 15 PTs on the floor at any one time. Yeah. The energy was really good. Okay. Um, There was thousands of members at this club and it just, it was a really good environment for training. You can't say where you were at. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They've just been done up. They have. Yeah. They have had a big do up. People Um, don't like it. (laughs) Well <laughs> they not like no. it? Oh, no. Um, no. So, yeah, it was a really good energy on the floor. And that kind of way of training worked for that time. Yeah. Um, so for the first couple of years, you know, 2015, I hit sort of peak part of my career at that stage. I was voted top PT in the country for that company. Perfect. Um, which was great. You know, when yeah, you go down see the wards, you've got like, all these London clubs oh, that yeah. think they're something else. And there you are. Yeah, and there I am, just from, you know, North Northampton Hampton coming in. Um, and that was really good. It was a really good time. And I was really enjoying it. It it was challenging. It was cutthroat a little bit on the sales. So it was real, okay, really yeah, yeah, sales yeah. orientated. Yeah. But if you kept on top of your business, you learned business skills pretty quick. Yep. Uh And to keep on top of your diary. Yeah, of and course. Yeah, it was... It
0: was good. Yeah, it was good. it was good. It was a good time, yeah. And how long were you there?
1: I was there, what, 2013, 2018. So yeah, five years.
0: And then you set up?
1: Then I set up my own business, yeah.
0: Okay. And that yeah. has gone reasonably well
1: until uh yeah the business went really well it started off of it so originally the business was more like what I'm doing now actually okay it was and we can go on to why that changed yeah yeah, in the yeah first that's place, fine yeah, yeah, yeah. you know in a chronological, chronological kind of order. sense uh, we started working with young offenders and ex-offenders okay um, and people that were risk of need so they're in is school is that because
0: you felt that was where you you as a back your background would
1: um, well, it originally happened by chance. So we were asked to come and help with some young offenders because yep. they needed something a bit different. The guy that was currently doing their fitness, something just wasn't clicking. Yeah, okay. We went in and... You Probably know, similar age.
0: Like you was closer yeah, we, in yeah, age, closer, closer, closer in age, in age maybe yeah. then.
1: Um, and coming back with sort of the experience of being military, they were asking us questions on session number one that even the staff there weren't expecting to come out. Okay. And because we didn't sort of hide away from answering them, but then we challenged their way of thinking and their perceptions and hit it off from day one okay uh and it progressed then from you know doing fitness with them to then actually cooking basic meals with them so what we recognize life, life skills so what we recognize really quickly is here are some children that have had a completely fractured upbringing mm-hmm. and are still in that environment and they've, they've not got some structure. Yeah. So we put in a bit of structure. We taught them how to cook basic meals. Fairly healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, basic how do skills. How to cook spaghetti mayonnaise or cheese on toast. Or they just... knew that two days a week they were sat down having a meal with friends. And it it was a place that felt homely to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the impact started to come from that. And so that's where the like, business started effectively. Okay. You know, it was never what it's become today. No, no, no. Um, the gym side of life sort of took a back burner. We were still PTing. You know where we were, yeah. and still doing all of that while the business was running. Uh, but yeah, 2018, we sort of took the plunge and went into the business full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2019, that's where it first kicked off from the first gym. Um, yeah, and that's where it's progressed to the day now. I'm, as you know, yeah. I'm no longer part of that yeah, business, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's probably for a different podcast. Yes, yeah, a different to podcast. Honest. Different. That's a business <laughs> one. That's a different <laughs> yeah, reason. That's a, that's a different reason. Um, but but actually, but some of the now, work
0: you are doing. At- the business you were in was around mental health yes and that for me is a really I think that for me working with women I often find that if them if a lady or a female or in fact anybody's mental health is not great and they're dealing with it can be small issues or it could be really big issues they're either using food or not being honest or not able to achieve their goals because they're not effectively free they're yeah. not talking about yeah
1: what's going on yeah
0: so the stuff that you were doing how was that kind of i suppose helping people achieve
1: their goals um so if i use it from a personal experience first and yeah. i'll see how yeah, i put yeah, yeah. that into so around about the time that the business was created which was actually 2016 but it was like yeah, n- yeah, little yeah, yeah, yeah. Bits, so, yeah and then 2018 really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really changed um 2017 2018 my mental health took a, a landslide. Okay. Now, my daughter had been born in 2016. Mm-hmm. And we would say that then the, the pressures of parenthood. Yeah. But then things that I'd experienced in the army. Yeah. That had effectively lay dormant started to come to light. Okay. Uh, I was diagnosed post-traumatic stress disorder at the end of 2018. Right. Um, and it just spiraled really quickly. Okay. Now, there were two things. You've got... How did
0: it like show itself? What, what was it, it
1: started showing itself in nightmares okay. in psychotic episodes which at the time were unexplained because I did not have a clue what was going on <laughs> okay. I'd almost phase out and then and then come back okay um, and then just irrational fear so not able to go on walks with with the family, family not able to go to the park just not functioning no 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 but not functioning at home effectively a safe space and then coming into work and putting on a face okay. Now, so the bravado, yeah, and the way this links then into the fitness and how I start to understand a little bit more about myself, yeah, was my fitness was through the roof. Okay. So I was used as a coping mechanism, yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. I was probably the best shape I'd been in a long time mm. since the army, really. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, and that was helping to a certain extent
0: because it was masking, yeah, what really is going yeah. on. It's like if I do this, almost a control. Yeah,
1: and and. So again, like food, people uh, use... Uh, well, my food, like everything, my nutrition was on point, my training yeah. was on point, but I was, was a bit sort of high octane. Now, if you look at, if we talked about car, for instance. Yeah. You could have the best vehicle in the world, but if you run it 80 miles an hour every time you go out, at some stage... It's going to go back. That is going to go. Yeah. Um, it can look as good as it needs to look, <laughs> and it can have these fancy things on it, but at some stage, it's going to crack. And that's a of what started to happen. Okay. Um, I then started... Canceling sessions I wasn't the trainer that I was I wasn't helping people um I started to really go in on myself, I' become really introverted, my yeah. social life completely changed oh my god and yeah, so a and huge then that impact. impacted on
0: home life for home, that... home
1: life yeah massive impact on home life okay. and yeah, life then just started to really unravel unravel the fitness and the food then started to collapse okay so my control over food was gone, and then it became binging, um, oh. as much did as I could at the time.
0: Like, so did your weight fluctuate? Then did you kind weight of weight started
1: fluctuate? Everything started fluctuate. No sleep. Uh, oh you're God. walking, working fourteen, fifteen hour days. Yeah. To then not sleeping because for nightmares. Yeah. Um, uh, sleep paralysis, which is if you've never had that, so scary, <laughs> like so really, what really scary. Um, effectively. It's like putting 3D glasses on a nightmare and it becomes okay. very real. What, and um, you just laid
0: there? like Yeah,
1: and you like, you cannot move. Um,
0: are you asleep or are you like... Uh,
1: it feels very like you're very <laughs> awake. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then some of the psychotic episodes were, you know, constant screaming, children screaming. And Ooh. it wasn't until I started therapy that then I started to realise the links from that and what had happened okay. at a younger age when I wasn't a parent.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And actually they were traumatic, but at the time I could sort of put them to the back but, of my mind. Yeah, because you didn't have children. Yeah, You didn't have that. So what I started to learn about myself throughout all, all this process is actually that the fitness and the nutrition side of life mm-hmm. can only serve me to a certain point. Okay. And it was very much dictated on how my mind was. Okay. So if my mind wasn't in the right place, yeah, well then say goodbye to me eating well and and. and nu- like nutritional stuff for my yeah. body yeah. um that would fuel me for the exercise and actually it all started to fall by the wayside. Okay. So I started to then look at my coaching slightly differently. And okay. note that I wasn't then PTing anymore, I was now coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when a client would then come to me it gone from like let's give you resilience and work get you yeah, yeah, to yeah, make you yeah. robust. Yeah, Less, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't need to make robust soldiers for war anymore. No, no, like, yeah. You need, need to make
0: robust people or, or yeah, resilient life. people for yeah. life. For
1: life. For life. Um and so then I started to look at different routes, and I started to be a bit more compassionate to the people that were coming through the door. Yeah. And for the people that were coming through the door then, and were yo-yo dieters, instead of then beating them up, beating them up, or just you know the the industry itself. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They almost don't want people to get better, because they make money off. Of course. People. So it's actually if we can coach them properly. Yeah. Am I the right coach for you at this time? is there someone better that can yeah. help do that or are we approaching it all wrong? Yeah. So if someone come to me with a yo-yo diet, I wouldn't then start trying to manage their diet. I would no. look at the reason that they were yo-yoing yeah, in the first is it place. Yes. Okay, you've got a history of yo-yo dieting yeah. where you're really on it yeah. and you exercise is good what and happened? then you fall by the wayside yeah. again. So are we using food as a coping mechanism? That's right. And we start to unravel different parts and that was the biggest changing point for me. And this is
0: what I say to, to our ladies is, you know, until, if you're not right up there, it's very hard for you to get on point. Yeah. And you might be on point for say you might be on point for six months. You might be really good. Like yeah. and then something will happen.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the resilience in you that that as you as you work through maybe traumas or yeah. issues or uh just things that have changed, then you can become more resilient. And that yeah. yo yo dieting may get shorter or less yeah. or Yeah. Um but people use lots of things, you know, they don't just use food, they use Exercise. It's a prime one as well. Um, they use v- variety drugs, alcohol, all yeah. of those. All of those are c- yeah. coping me- mechanisms.
1: And this is probably one of the biggest things that I think isn't taught to young PTs. Mm. So they go through the course. Um, a lot of it effectively is yeah. open book. And that can be the
0: problem with really, really super young PTs yeah. is they've not had any life experience themselves. Yeah. So therefore it's very hard for them to talk about that yeah. life experience yeah. that that you've had that might help them to be a bit yeah. more resilient. Yeah, definitely. And to talk about your own experiences yeah. about what's happened, you know, um, yeah. deaths, divorces, marriages, yeah. d- 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 ch- children.
1: And that's, and that's it. And, and this is, <laughs> <it, you know, laughs> one of the of big things is. with the PTs is, I learned very quickly that if I could actively listen, so to sit back and listen to someone, yeah. to have no answer effectively, yeah, learn, if you don't know the answer, no, until, be honest. You know, if, if I've got a mum of two sat with me, and at the time I was, when I left the army, I was 24, 25, yeah. I cannot empathise. Sorry. I can empathise to a certain point, but it's mainly sympathy that I Yeah, for yeah, someone. yeah. Because you're like, oh, so I don't. Oh, know I what don't you're going yeah, yeah, you're like. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you can't go, get yeah. up at seven in the morning and prep 10 meals and for go the and train the, and go to the.
0: Until you've Now, as a parent of two. No, I literally, today, this is honey, right? So, today. My husband is obviously living abroad with my child in uh, doing a parenting thing. We're not split up. We just He happens to be out there with my son, helping him to achieve his goals. So I live here with Georgina. And I haven't felt great today, the last couple of days. And upstairs with two bu- buckets of washing, I felt like crap. I had to bring them downstairs. The dogs were eating chewing gum off the floor. And I just thought to myself, hat off to all those single parents yeah. who've been doing this for yeah. years. Yeah. Hat off to you all. Yeah. Because I've only been doing it since August. And I don't tend to, I don't have a hard, it's hard. hard life. It's just <laughs> where you think, would someone just give me a hand? Yeah. And I just, how yeah. off to you. So I understand and have more empathy with the yeah. thought of, like today I thought, I, I don't care about i going to the gym. I don't, yeah. Well, I do. Yeah. I, in my head, I'm like, I'd want to go yeah. to the gym because I don't feel well. And I want to, I don't want to feel ill anymore. Yeah. But if you're tired, you've been at work all day, you've got two buckets of washing, two dogs to walk, you've still got maybe a bit of work to do or whatever, and, and cook dinner and blah, blah, blah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. The gym is not the priority. Yeah. The food is not the priority. Yeah. So I understand and I, I, know, I you know, I'm you know, i not saying that I haven't thought about it in the past, but all of a sudden, when you're faced with those actual experiences, you go,
1: yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And...
0: And that's as a woman who's 45 years old. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking at single parents. I haven't been looking at single yeah. parents thinking, you're lazy or whatever. Yeah. Until you ex- experience yeah. it, you don't, yeah. you don't actually feel the reality of it. Yeah. And that's very, very yeah. different.
1: It's a bit like, you know, before you are a parent mm-hmm. and then you see someone in public.
0: I'm going to have to really wind the memories back you know, think, when you think,
1: think when you, like, think when children are young Yeah. and then you see a parent and they lose it with their kids in public. Yeah. And yes. as a non-parent, you're like, I would not do that. Or yeah. like, well, I'm not going to be an iPad. Parent. I'm not going. I'm, I'm definitely gonna not, not going to give my
0: kids an iPad when they're in a restaurant. We're going to talk. You start and play, to realise, do right, coloring.
1: small small wins here. Oh, mate. Small wins. And sometimes that kickoff in public is the 10th time that something's happened. And it's only nine and o'clock in the morning. You and
0: literally, you're inside thinking, I might, I might kill that
1: child. And you know that everyone's looking uh, at you judging you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't help it. And they're
0: thinking, I'd have have killed that kid. I'd have snapped that kid. Or I'd have done this or I'd have done that. Until you live those. And then
1: lo and behold, you're out with your parents because they're going to come in with some experience. (laughs) They're going to come helicopter in and go, oh, you know. Yeah, I know. Do you know
0: know what? Talking about parenting, I've definitely got my comeuppance with, (laughs) with my daughter. It's coming back. Oh, mate, I am. I'm done. She's literally, she literally is going to be my nemesis. I mean, we're great friends, but I'm now like, I can see what my mum went through. Is it
1: effectively you in a younger form? Yeah. Are you seeing yourself? Yeah,
0: completely. Boys, vaping, drinking. And I'm literally like, so I'm trying to be the, you know, the mature parent about Mm. it. And like, okay, we've got some boundaries, but Mm. I can't. I can't stop it because I don't want it to become an underground yeah. thing. I don't. yeah,
1: Because
0: yeah. Um, I don't know about you but we were in fields and drinking ciders yeah. yeah. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> turning up. Yeah, yeah, we're not drunk mum. They probably knew we oh, were, were but they, but you yeah. know. Um So yeah, and the, like it was parties at the weekend and we had yeah. pukers in the back of the car to yeah. this weekend which was great, you know. And so in my head I'm like... Let it happen. Yeah. This is... That's, yeah. that's just...
1: So this is actually one of the biggest things. Now... And this is why I think PTs need to be taught something slightly differently when working in industry. That person that comes through the door, yes, their original goal was to get them fitter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that needs to be part of a bigger picture. Totally. And we want some longevity in this. We want some skin in the game. Yeah. Like, they just want to come to us for six months no, and, then, and, that's and then what. And that's what,
0: That when people get that, when the, they get that though, yeah. like that's, that for me, right, so when somebody, like for us, does a 28-day programme yep. and then they don't continue and they've done well, I think to myself, you've done the hard work. Yeah. You have done that initial yeah. hard work. Don't give up now mm. because the longevity of it is what will keep you, yeah. make you more resilient. It will enable yeah. you, when things get tough, to overcome and be a bit more yeah. resilient yeah. and robust and, and deal with catastrophes or yeah. mini
1: catastrophes yeah. on a daily basis and that's sometimes where the confusion comes from as well where people in their goal setting they set a goal and say it is to lose mm. weight and they put a number to it when they lose that weight and then they wonder why they're not happy at the end of it yeah because they're like well actually maybe is that goal right for me was uh, it the right normally goal in the first place?
0: normally the goal the weight is a, is a measure it's a good measure in the sense of you've got something to track yeah but actually you've got it's the feeling. Yeah. It's how you feel whether that's I can put on a smaller dress size or I just feel a bit more confident yeah. or I yeah. just feel a little happier yeah. or that sort of thing. Um so ne- so last time we saw each other you were working as a, me- a mental first aider uh, first aider. Yep. What does that actually entail?
1: It's effectively teaching people <coughs> to recognize signs of mental ill health okay. uh, distress yeah or in fact just to change and offer some space for someone yeah so it's not saying someone is a professional and they can go and give them therapy no um it's not saying that you can go and give everyone advice yeah because that's you got to be really careful with giving advice totally and labeling advice and if someone is coming with mental ill health and you're coming in with advice then you wonder why they shut off because they've been living this with this for a long time, yeah. potentially, and you're coming in almost to wave a wand and say, "We can fix this, just go and do this or go and so the mental health first aid is a nice introductory way for people to look at mental health slightly differently okay it's given them an opportunity to actively listen yeah it's given them an opportunity to to understand that there is a there is a process to be followed and it might give them interest in looking at where people can be signposted. So you might not have known that if you spoke to someone and yeah. they were feeling a, a period of depression, yeah. we're not labelling it that. No, no, no. You need to be really careful not to. Yeah, of if they're in what we would say is a period a of lie. depression, yeah, um, and, a, and a lull and a lull in their mental health, then actually you could have a toolbox of ways to signpost them. Okay. And you never know how much of a lifeline that could be for someone.
0: So have you have you had an experience, like let's say, where you were working
1: where you've kind of gone, oh my God, I think this person. Uh, it doesn't sound great for the business at the time, but probably most days, you know. But, okay, so no, the, no, 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 no. But, 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 in, but in various ways. So, okay. So in my time, when yeah. we when we opened that gym, mm-hmm. in the time of being there, we had several suicidal crises. Crisis? Jeez. Crisis? Crisis? I don't know. Um, Crisis <laughs> Not necessarily within the gym, but that were happening to people at the gym. So there would be, I remember the one day this person coming with the phone. They were on a phone call to a member of staff that were dealing with someone that was at crisis point. Jesus! And they didn't know what to do. And so this is part of something that we do. We're like, okay, let's talk you through a process of yeah. how this actually works. Um, and at then- that point,
0: are you are you recommending like obviously like at that point, are you saying we need to find somebody? really prof- like we need to get you to a professional at this yes,
1: point yeah and it's and it's, it's then trying to teach these people as well how because i'm assuming you them. can't phone up and go oh my god there's they, they, would, they would literally hand me the phone okay and then it would be that me then dealing with a crisis uh getting another phone getting a crisis team involved like all different ways of sort of okay working with it um and staying calm throughout it but yeah. then the coaching that comes for the people that have come in with that phone in the first place okay afterwards because that's quite traumatic for them
0: Of course it is. And it
1: very quickly realises, if you think of physical first aid, there are so many courses out there for physical first aid that people are aware of and they go and attend because they're like, well, if someone hurts themselves, I don't want that on me. I want to know that I know I can do the basics. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to say with mental health. People get scared of really serious subjects because they think they might do something wrong. Yeah. We're literally teaching you to help someone in the smallest way before the professionals come in. Yeah. And you know, in the gym, this was happening all the time. I could have a class of thirty in front of me mm. and be able to pick out people that that weren't quite there. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's what you. And that's for me, actually, what really interested me. If someone was was on it in the workout, and then something shifted, is it necessarily that fitness, or is something else going on? played here mm-hmm. so then you start to you know you start off small you start to teach them how to look at a workout in a different way how okay. to change their mindset if you said to someone you're doing a thousand burpees how do they how do they look at that workout yeah, okay. other than it's a thousand burpees and this is
0: awful i hate you
1: so the gym the gym is more than a gym the gym should be a safe place, safe place. to challenge Community. people to go through hard things mm-hmm. and to you you've got so many opportunities to transfer life skills yeah in a safe way okay you can sort of turn it on and off. Yeah. I can push you through something that is uncomfortable. We know it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And in daily life, people seem to avoid that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, of course. But life doesn't stop. Conflict. People avoid
0: conflict with every...
1: I love conflict. Okay. But not in an argumentative sense. No, no, no. Conflict doesn't have to... We could talk, we could pick 10 subjects now and have um, a different opinion on each each subject. But it doesn't mean we need to fall out. No, no, no. But why do people fall out? I know.
0: On Twitter, on social media because they're all hiding behind their screens and they just Um, can say.
1: So it's all of that side of thing that I start to look at and encourage different conversations. Yeah. And that's probably one of the biggest things when you look at mental health first aid or mental Mm -hmm. health in general is just encourage conversations. Okay. And be aware that people have different opinions yeah and so when people get offended by something yeah in terms of you know if I opened up to you and then you effectively told me to get grip I could be offended by that yeah. thinking oh, there's more to it or I could say you know what her perspective's different yeah she's had like, exactly. dogs chewing chewing yeah, in the morning Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, 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 yeah and exactly. me just saying this is a yeah. million thing that's just come on her list yeah she does she not doesn't know how to care. articulate and she's like literally get on with yeah, it yeah because at some stage, you do have to get on with it. No. You know. Yeah. And, that, and that's it. And, and that, that is and, it. We'll call it action. We'll okay. call it action. Okay. So when working with someone, when working with a client, especially when you look at mental health things, there has to be some action at some stage. Mm-hmm. Action isn't just one big act. No. It's the little things that we can do. <laughs> Small so, things. Yeah. And we look at building someone's toolbox. And it, it's the same with fitness. You wouldn't, a day one, week one, walk through the door, you wouldn't say, right, we're going to go run a marathon. No. You're, well, gonna, bit, oh, yeah. maybe. you're gonna chip away, chip away yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and build like, them up. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you start off with a two kilo d- dumbbell one week. Yeah. There might be a three X and yeah. so on and so on and so on. And then you might feel confident to do a different style of class yeah. or do different things. Yeah. yeah. Just not about starting you're the most fit. And again, everybody yeah. had a starting point. Everybody's everybody who's yeah. walked through the door yeah. has had a starting point. Yeah. Where wherever that has been, yeah. the start of, the walking uh, through the door is I think,
1: if people, The biggest learning point for me through my own journey of mental health, yeah. working with different clients, working with companies, working with schools, work, all different people is... Now, I know anyone watching this can't see it, but... Oh, they can, this video. Can they see the cup? Yeah. Ah. So I can th- show the cup. So that cup... Where's you, the cup there? This cup? It, it's just a coffee cup. Yeah. But you looking at that cup looks completely different to what it looks like to me right now. Yeah, totally. So we've got two different views, views. of exactly the same information. Yeah. And if you look at so many different things that have happened in the last few years that people have lived through. Yeah. Big things. And everybody's got. Same information, different view, different experience. Different views, different, different experience. And so if we can take that into a situation, in, into the gym or into wherever yeah. we go and think, okay, we have different perspective. And this is work I do with youngsters now. I go yeah, into yeah, schools yeah. and say, your generation effectively is called snowflakes. For no other reason that you were born at a certain time with so much technology and information at hand... That you don't have to do anything. That now all of a sudden you're called snowflakes yeah. and you're going to go work for someone that is in a completely different generation completely different that generation. already has that prejudgment. Yeah. And it, you can see where it starts to sort of get a bit more... It's like
0: it, It's like the st- anything online. you know, if, anyth- if somebody says something online, firstly, written word is different to yep. spoken word. So yep. obviously, again, that, yep. that creates... He's being rude. Well, actually, it's just the tona- tonality of yeah. the, the written word as opposed yeah. to, I might phone you up and go, yeah. oh, no, that's fine. Somebody might read, that's fine as, oh, she's in a mood now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, again, you, it's, it's all those kind of things where yeah. people will be one view as opposed to another looking at the same thing. Yeah. Looking at the same thing. Yeah. looking at the same. So now you're working with children. Or going yeah. to be working yeah. with young Yeah, so effectively, people. we'll
1: just, you know, we'll call it the well-being guy. Okay. Uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. That could be a we'll thing. call it the well-being oh guy. Oh my God, yeah. that could be a thing. A bit like, the what was it, Joe Wicks, a body coach? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the well-being guy. Sure the well-being guy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just make it a bit like this, talking to people, offering them some space. And what age groups? Are, um, so it's a mixture. I'm going to be working with parents. I'm going to be working okay. with teachers. And then seven to 18-year-olds. <sighs> now we're looking, and we're looking at children that, are coming from a particularly challenging background. So uh, we're looking at special educational needs and disabilities. Like already prejudgments. You you know, these people each and every day live with prejudgment from other people. Totally. With whatever they're living with. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, like really challenging, but at the same time, like really rewarding.
0: Yeah, And And some of these parents as (laughs) well. Mentally for you as well. What they're
1: going through every day. You know, I think me with a a four-year-old and a (laughs) seven-year-old, and I think, some people are going Wait through till real challenges. Wait yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> It'll be uh, there in a blink of an eye. And it just, yeah, you know, and it's and it's coming in with with my own experience in that and being able to offer perspective. Perfect. You know, no, so, that's yeah.
0: good. I mean, look, I think we have mental health as a as a as a um, an idea, not an idea, but as a as a belief, and what's it's, it's it's become more prevalent in society for yeah. a long time. Yeah we didn't talk about mental health or you would say things like he's crackers or he's got a problem or yeah, you without know thinking. without thinking yeah. about it that's exactly yeah. it you wouldn't think and then i think if you live through experiences of people who struggle with mental health you mm-hmm. actually understand yeah they they need, you've got to deal with it you've got you can't just and you need to find a healthy way to deal with it whether yeah. that's talking therapy yeah. medication talking to you going to you, literally yeah. going to your doctor, yeah. using fitness and exercise as a way of doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not allowing that to take over and yeah. become the only thing that you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that we have as a nation become much more aware and much more educated about mental health. And it's a it's a good thing. It can only yeah. be a good thing. Yeah. Um and starting young, making sure that young people are aware of it and understand it it's okay to talk about how you're feeling mm. and If you're not feeling good or bad, or then you can talk to people about
1: it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, Sean, thank you very much for coming into our podcast. And um, ladies, I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to us talk today. Um, So please like, share and follow. And um, we'll speak with you uh, next week.